Pulp MX Network production. It's the NFAB Racer X Fantasy Moto Show on PulpMX.com. Presented by Scott Motorsports, Rocky Mountain MC, and Pro Taper. Welcome, everybody, to the NFAB Racer X Fantasy Motocross Show. That's right. We're back after a week off. Series picks up this weekend in High Point, round four, and uh, lots to talk about. A few new entries into the series as well to uh, to discuss about how they're going to do. And uh, we'll try to help you win some, uh, some money and some prizes and everything else on the Motocross Fantasy site. Uh, and this show brought to you by NFAB, n-fab.com. Terrific company out of Houston, Texas. Jeep truck and SUV parts. They support the sport with the JGR Suzuki sponsorship as well as the uh, Ampro Yamaha off-road team. N-fab.com. Steps like mounting solutions, things like that. Uh, also, too, Rocky Mountain ATV MC. They play. They have a great league that you can play during Supercross. Uh, no motocross league, but the Rocky Mountain ATV MC, your premier source for power sports gear, parts, and accessories. Head over there to uh, check them out. And, of course, they have the Rocky Mountain ATV MC KTM team with Blake Baggett and Benny Bloss, soon to be back, and uh, Dakota Alex as well, uh, which has been killing it. Pro Taper as well, from Jason Anderson to Justin Barsha, ProTaper.com's got you covered. Please check out their site for a bunch of cool, hard parts that you probably didn't know Pro Taper made and some really good stuff at that. ProTaper.com, uh, also to their whole line of micro bars for your little kidlet uh, bars and grips and things like that. They uh, official sponsor the KJSC program. And Scott Sports, Trey Kennard will not be racing high point, but he wears Scott Sports. Uh, Christophe Purcell wears Scott goggles up in Canada. He's got uh, two wins in two rounds. Caleb Russell as well. And, of course, the Monster Energy Pro Circuit team. They got Scott Prospect goggles and the Toyota JGR team as well. And uh, and the Rocky Mountain KTM team. All Scott-sponsored scott dash scott Motorsports, motorsports.com, uh, Scott um, on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and all of that, and uh, go go to scott-sports.com on the web to uh, to check their latest and greatest out. And we thank you guys for listening. Feedback is good. Downloads are up. Trying to help you guys win some uh, some fantasy uh, tips, and uh, we'll we'll get right into that right now. Of course, hey, by the way, I'm Steve Mathis. With me on the line, multi-time fantasy motocross game winner, and uh, working for a Get and Athena, Dan Truman. What's up, Dan? How are you? Oh, man, I was just hoping the season was over. I've been so bad through three weeks. It's not good. <laughs> what's wrong? Man, I, I, I've been at the races is what's wrong. I'm yeah. going to be home this weekend, look for a good performance out of my team. All right. Okay, sounds good. And uh, also on the line uh, from Fly Racing, also a fantasy expert, uh, JT. What's up, JT? How are you? Oh, not too bad. I will be at the race this weekend, but uh, I get to stand around and watch the races with our uh, our loyal dealers. So you can look for an even better performance for me. Because I'm going to go around and uh, I'm going to, you know, pour some sugars in gas tanks. Go around and give the uh, Dan Truman pep talk to uh-huh. those on my team. Uh huh. Yeah, generally just wreak some havoc. And Bradshaw will be there as well. So he will be. No more Bradshaw Boulevard, but that's okay. Um, no, they got another section named Bradshaw Boulevard now. So. Um, it's not the Bradshaw Boulevard, though. So it's that's, kind of that's kinda, weird. That's just weird. Honestly. It is weird. It is weird. Um, so Dean Ferris is racing 450s. Jordan Smith is back in 250s this weekend. A couple of new guys. And uh, as well, of course, um, uh, Trey Kennard's not going to be back. We thought he might be, but uh, not Trey Kennard. And we'll see who else. Uh, Heath Harrison's out also. Uh, let's get into how we did at Lakewood, though, Chase, first. Chase, uh, a couple other guys that are back, not to cut you off, but uh, Chase, Chase Sexton will be racing his first uh 
first pro race. Uh, remember, he was supposed to turn pro last year after Loretta had an injury, and then was at Atlanta and got injured again. So he's never actually raced a, a professional race, but he'll be there with RJ on the Geico team. Mm-hmm. I believe McAdoo is back also. He missed last weekend. Yep. Jordan Smith, you already mentioned, is back. Um, so, yeah, there's quite a few guys that are back this weekend. And I think uh, Dakotas is done with them. I think he was just as a fill-in, so uh, Jimmy yeah. D might be done. Um, so, Thunder Valley, Motocross Fantasy, four riders. Uh, can't pick the same four each two weeks in a row. Handicap League. And uh, I had 451. Is that good, Dan? No, that's terrible. I had 453, and that was terrible. Okay. All right. JT, how'd you do? I did all right. I don't have my point total right in front of me because I'm driving. Um, but it was uh, – I can tell you this. It was a – oh, I had – I know what I had. I had 485. Um, it was a hell of a lot better than uh, Glen Helen. Glen Helen, I was ready to jump off Mount – or uh, what is it? Mount Glen Helen, St. Glen Helen? What is the hell? Is <laughs> Mount St. Like Helen. The hill there. Mount St. Helen. Mount St. Helen. I was ready to jump off that thing. Um, all right, let's get into who we had. So 450. I, I did more work. Uh, JT can vouch for me. I did more work at Thunder Valley. The reason you never seen me, I did more research and more work on these privateers than ever before, and I did bad. So all you people who think I have an inside, <laughs> uh-huh. it just ruined me. I mean, I went through a pair of shoes, walking through the the bike wash area and the yeah. privateer pits. Uh-huh. Oh, it was yeah. Oh, it's frustrating. How wasted are you going to be on that by moto time? Oh, I'm going to be great. Uh, yeah, it's going to be on my couch. I'm going. To, I'm probably going to score 550 points this weekend. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, all right, let's get into into Lakewood. Zach Williams was the top pick with a 100. Uh, Brandon Shear 94. Morgan Berger 94. And damn it, I had Berger. I unclicked Berger. I love burgers, but I unclicked them. I don't know why. I don't remember. I just remember thinking, ah. But I, who I did have was uh, Ronnie Stewart, 82 points. I'll take that. That's good. Good job, Ronnie. Um, I had Bradley Leonette, who, who raced 450 for the first time, 68. That's just eh. And it went south from there. I had Freddie Norn. He went 11.15. He uh, was a handicap six, only good for 56 points. And I had Cooper Webb, who I think was probably the number one pick of the weekend. And thank God uh, he got fourth in one moto. He salvaged 40 points, which is terrible, but it was looking really bad again. I thought Coop would rebound. Uh, so that's who I had. So that's uh, my four these not so good. Dan, who'd you have? Um, I had, uh, well, first of all, I couldn't pick Ronnie Stewart because I picked him at Glen Helen. So I was very upset about that because mm-hmm. uh, he actually paid off at Glen Helen. So I couldn't pick him. Um, the number one pick actually was Jacob. I don't know how to say his last name. Uh, uh, number one, Bomart. Bomart. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, I used to always pick this guy in fantasy. He's from Kentucky. I knew who he was. He never quits. He's a good rider. Um, I was so nervous because I haven't seen him in a few years. So I went and found him, and like this is like five minutes before the moto, uh, 250 moto starts, and um, I said, hey, how's it going? Oh, it's good. Me and my dad were coming out here to watch the race, so I just figured I'd see if I could qualify and how I'd do. I was like, oh, you're not riding? Oh, no, I work a full-time job, he says. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, he's like, yeah, I'll probably do like 10 minutes, and then I'm, I'm probably just going to pull off. I don't want to get hurt or nothing. I was like, oh, sweet. 
Yeah, he crushed it. <laughs> <laughs> At 10 minutes, he wasn't lying. He was dead tired, but he was just too fast for, like, he was almost getting points at that point. So he went 20. He did get points in the first mode. He went 20, 23. So, uh, yeah, needless to say, being there really hurt me. So uh, I picked Davalos out of six because he's usually really good there. Uh-huh. And, and he was good. He got yeah. 68 points. You know, he crashed, I think, three times. He lost the he front. He did whole shot. Whole shot mode one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and then um, I had Bradley Leonette, like yep. you said, and I, I think that was a good pick. Um, both motos, he crashed in the first lap. And I think, he, you know, he's been 21 every weekend in the 250 class. I think he was a good pick. I'm not mad about that. I had Josh Moseman, who was a good pick the first moto. Second moto, he crashed with Leonette and mm-hmm. no points, so he got 48. And then I had Heath Harrison, um, who told me, that he would quit racing dirt bikes if uh, Brad or Brandon Shear beat him. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, we had this we had this discussion during the moto. I was yelling 157 is ahead of you, <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, his mechanic was laughing after the race and said, "Can you believe Shear beat him?" And I was like, uh, "Yeah, I can. I can actually." <laughs> so, oh, so it it was a rough weekend. What did so. Heath get? I can't even. What uh, he was okay. He went 15 16. Yeah, 15 16. Uh, yeah. And Zach Williams was a great pick. Uh, JT might have had him. Uh, we usually pick Zach Williams. He's a good rider. Yeah. He was he was 36th fastest in practice. When wow. I walked by his pit, he was looked like he having quite a few issues. Um, and then has career weekend goes 18-18. Yeah, I agree. He's a good rider for sure. And I never even thought about picking him because probably because I don't scroll down to 36th. I just yeah, don't. like he barely, barely made it. Right. Like he, I mean, they only take 36. So. Right, right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. It's JT, kind of an unlucky weekend. JT, who would you have in 450s? I had, uh, had Jacob Bomber. Uh, just, and really, I, didn't, I knew he had quit racing to go to school full-time. So I wasn't sure how fast he would be, but I knew he doesn't quit. Like, he's, he, every time I, I ever picked him in a 250 class, he finished no matter what every time. So at a 20... I was willing to gamble that he would get inside the top 30 simply because he wouldn't quit. And that's, you know, even if he would have gone like 28, 28, I would have been okay with it because I knew I was going to get double points out of it somehow. And obviously he did really, really well on top of that. So mm-hmm. I felt good about that one. I didn't have all the info about that Dan was, was telling about working full time and they were just passing through and happened to see a dirt bike race going on and we're going to race. So um, I may not have picked him if I knew all that. Um I also had Austin Koba. He's Idaho kid. I, I work with him quite a bit mentally and, and I don't know about mentally, but we talk a lot and, uh, I just been trying to help him get better. Um, and I, he's not a quitter either. He had a, he had a big crash in the first one that set him back. And then the second moto, he was trying to pass Tamita for 19th on the last lap and crashed again. Otherwise he would have got, he would have got max points in the, uh, in the second moto. So it wasn't, uh, it didn't turn out all that well. The first moto hurt me, but he was, he was a good pick. He just, you got to stay off the ground. Uh, I had Brad Lillianette also, so you guys kind of covered him, and I just knew he was, you know, he'd gotten like 21st in every moto of his life so far in the 250 class, so he he was bound to pay off. Uh, and then I had Ronnie Stewart. Um, that was pretty good as well. So I had a pretty decent 450 team. If Koba didn't crash in the first moto, um, I would have had a great 450 team. Um, you guys stayed away from Webb, huh? Just still, still was on the fence about Like, I thought, I really thought, I mean, I'd, I turned out to be half right because his second moto was good, but I thought Webb would, you know, I'm, I'm, he was so. He's been frustrated. in such a bad place mentally, though. I just after Glenn Helen, when he just doesn't yeah. ride, 
no, I, I don't think I can go with him at that point. <laughs> right, right. I kind of thought, well, that was the reason why, like, he's going to be fired up to show everybody how, you know, he's, and he has for talent. For me, though, yeah. even if he goes for in the 450 class, there were so many good picks. Yeah. Um, and if Webb goes 4-4, four, four, you know, like he did the second moto, he gets 80 points, which is awesome, and yeah. he's still the fifth or sixth best yeah, pick he's still, on the weekend. Yep, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? You're right. So in the 250 class, there was not as many good picks. Obviously, we'll get into that. But, uh, you know, sometimes you just have to look at these handicaps and you have to gamble. Right, right. Um, all right, let's get into how we did 250s from uh, from Lakewood. Or for, yeah, from Lakewood. Uh, I scored 205, so that was really bad. Um Okay, well, I'll tell you who I did have. I had Kyle Cunningham, hundred yeah, points. Me too. He was my guy. And Dan, I want to talk about it. I want to talk about it. <laughs> Dan, you were on Cunningham last week. Nice. Yep, you were on Cunningham last week before the show. Um, he was your guy. Yeah. He was a fourteen yeah, handicap. It, I mean, literally, it was. There was no doubt in my mind. He got hundred points at, at Lakewood. Yep. Interesting though that the next three guys, the next highest guys, Amart, Savachi, and Forkner, were all minus two. And I would not have picked them. Do you know what I mean? I just was like, ah, that's not enough for me to go there in such a deep and competitive class. But it shows you, Dan, kind of how the rest of the field was. Yeah, for, for me, I stayed away from those guys as well. And uh, not many people did pick them. Um, just because you look at guys like Mark Worth, who I couldn't pick, but at an 11, I picked Mark Worth at an 11 over Savachi at a minus two. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so I think that there was a lot of a lot of picks that were good, and people kind of stayed away from them. If you look at the people who did really good on the weekend, they didn't have those guys. So yeah, I uh, so I had Cunningham 100 points, great job. I had Jimmy D, who was an nope. eight. Nope, not a great job. Uh, 56. Not a great job. How mean can I be about Cunningham without being a jerk? Um, <laughs> hold on, we'll get to you. Dakotas 56 points. Reslin 46. Come on, Luke. And my other guy was the guy. We praised over and over for never giving up, finishing the motos. He may not be getting points, but he's right there. I finally got on his bandwagon, and he let me down. Dan, do you know who that is? Uh, Nick Gaines? Nico Izzy. Oh, I, yeah, I picked Nico. I'll tell you all about that story. Okay. All right. <laughs> what happened to Nico Izzy, Dan? Um, I was... I watched Nico the first two races, mm-hmm. and he didn't give up. No. And we gave him credit on the show. Yep. So I went to talk to Nico, or actually, I went to, to the starting line to uh, Cunningham's mechanic can't set his start hook. Lee has an issue with his shoulder. Okay. So one of us usually has to set, a, set his start hook. And I went down there, and Nico goes, hey, Truman, you know, hey, could I get an ECU from you? You know, you told me, I told him at Hangtown if he, if he continued to do good and, you know, tried that I would let him use an ECU for the rest of the season, mm-hmm. you know. And I was like, yeah, you've been doing good. I said, I'll come, come over after practice. Went over there. Um, I told him I would rather him not use it at this weekend on the race weekend, but he can take it back with him, you know, use it for the rest of the rounds or whatever. Yeah. So we, we agreed to that. Um, he's like, I'm not going to pull off. The goal is to just get points and not crash. First right. moto. I look over and his bike is just flipping down the hill, like <laughs> flipping. And I'm like, Oh my God. And he's hurt. It's right in front of me. He's yeah. like visors, bro. Bikes just ruined. He laid there for like two laps and he got up and then he just starts pinning it, which was crazy to me, but it showed me that he really like, I was right. like, wow, like he has heart. So after the moto, I go over there, JT, <laughs> I sent JT pictures, the bikes broke. They have no parts. 
so I go to Rock River. I borrow a radiator. <laughs> I go to cycle or to the traders team, and I borrowed a subframe. Like I borrowed all these parts for him. Um, we ran into a problem. He runs stock triple clamps, uh-huh. and nobody nobody uses yeah. stock triple clamps. He bent the rubber pieces on the bar mounts. Um, uh. So we bent them back. <laughs> um, Anyway, he lines up for Moto2. He's good. He's going to get 50 points. Ferrandis and him tangle when he's getting lapped with a few laps to go. Yeah. And he just crashed bad. And uh, so at the end of the day, he didn't really give up on us. He just did have two unfortunate motos. But, man, I put in an effort. I got him all kinds of parts. JT, does Dan put that effort in if he does not pick Nico in fantasy? Come yeah, on. is that a real question? <laughs> no, that's not true because JT can vouch that Jacob kid lost the shock bolt, and I texted everyone and said, "Hey, this kid needs a shock bolt. He's not on my team. Should I get him one?" <laughs> and everybody was like, "You won't be able to live with yourself if you don't do it." And I'm like, <laughs> "Parabinos is like, there's 40 of those shock bolts. They fall out. You know, they go to the tr- Husky or KTM truck. So I got him a, I got him a bolt, and he wasn't on my team. So I don't want to hear that." So. <laughs> well, Nico. Okay, so. I knew about the lapping thing with Ferrandis, but I didn't know anything else. So maybe we'll. Uh... He might be. Uh, he. Might, I heard he's trying to get a 450 to race this, or was trying to get a 450 to race this weekend. Okay. Um, he thought he would be a little suited, so keep an eye out on that. He might. Uh, he might ride a 450. So he was pretty banged up, uh, but I, I give him credit, man. He really okay. did pull off. And, and uh, uh, um, so who'd you have, Dan? I had Cunningham, which yep. JT loves. Was great pick. Um, I had Brandon Leith, who paid off both motos, but you know only 52 points. But I felt like he was a good pick. He's he's a steady Eddie guy. I had uh, Luke Renslin, who I don't know what's going on. I don't on know with. either. I don't know either. What's I watched the whole moto, and he was just 21st place guy. He just couldn't pass, you know, Jerry Robin and and those guys he was battling with. It was crazy. But uh, yeah, I had Luke. I thought he was a good pick and. I was wrong, and then, you know, Izzy was my last guy, so. Um, JT, Cunningham, go ahead. You know what? I don't know what's going on. I think that there's some sort of conspiracy because the first weekend, I stayed away from him. Dan's all yeah. aboard the Cunningham train, mm-hmm. and I said, I don't know, man. He, I just can't see it. I can't see it. So then going to the second weekend, I'm like, oh, yeah, got a few more extra spots on the handicap. He, uh, he went DNF, DNF at the first round. Mm-hmm. This is his home track at Glen Helen. Home race, home track. All we need some decent finishes. Nothing crazy. DNF, DNF again. Okay. But he, he crashes big this, this race at Glen Helen. He's got, like, a ruptured spleen. He's missing a lung. <laughs> I, I think he may have even amputated a limb. But, no, he says, you know what? I think I'm going to race. I'm going to tough it out. So all week I'm, I'm on shows. I'm like, there's no way. There's no way. You can't race with an injury list he has. Like, he was in, like, yeah. the ICU on Saturday. There's just no way. <laughs> Guess what? Max points for everybody that could pick him. <laughs> I, 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 can, I know a setup when I smell one. And I don't know how much Dan's paying off Cunningham, but I don't like it. I don't like it at all. No, I heard all that stuff, too. Uh, spleen ruptured, and then he went to the hospital, and every, and they said, no, you're fine. That's yeah. what I heard. Like he, he, yeah. he was in pain for sure. But I've literally only ever seen Cunningham. I DNF. was in pain, Dan. I <laughs> was in. Pain. 
He only DNFs if his bike breaks or he's oh, yeah. upside down. No, so, well, well, but that happens a lot. With that him. happens a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pick him at an eight this weekend, JT. Go for it. Screw you, Dan. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I had him too. I, I was like, well, I, I said, you know what? It's not possible for Kyle Cunningham and JGR, you know, a veteran like Cunningham and a, and a good team like JGR, it's not possible to DNF again both motos. You can't. You won't do it. It's it's it has to come together. Um, this isn't a guy out of his pickup truck. You know what I mean? Um, so that's why that was my reasoning. I'm just like he can't go DNF DNF again. It's it's not going to happen. So, but uh, Nico Easy, yeah, thanks. We've been giving you props. So maybe he's yeah. worth it. Um, I couldn't pick Marth Work, but Mark Worth. But uh, I talked to him a little bit. He's doing all the races. He might miss this weekend, but he's coming back. Um, you know, as soon as he can regroup or whatever. Mark Worth's a really solid pick. He's been really Is doing well. John John Ames racing high point? I don't know. Hmm. Um, I can't imagine he's driving all the way from California to high point when he didn't go to Colorado. Yeah. Well, he didn't go to Colorado because he was working on parts. Well, I don't know. Okay. I look well, forward if, to John. If, I look, if Millsap's parts come in, maybe they can both race. I look forward to John Ames screwing me at some point uh, over if he comes back to the series. It's going to be fantastic. Um, all right. Hey, so – we talk every week, like, Dan, you're at the races. I'm at the races every week and talking to all these guys. And, Dan, you're heavily involved with the races. And JT is as well. And we all have been – like, I, my first week was absolutely terrible. JT's Glenn Helen sucked balls. Dan, you've had us some up and downs. And one of the things that we've been telling people on this on this NFAB Racer X Fantasy Show is that sometimes it's just better to be dumb about the sport. And I think, Dan, in this case, your buddy – uh, who, who we're going to get on the line. What's his name again? Cole. Cole. We're going to get Cole here on the line to talk about his fan. Dumb? What? <laughs> dumb dumb about the sport. Down. About the sport of moto. Uh, because sometimes that's a better strategy, Cole? huh, Dan? Yeah, in our in our friends league that we have, uh, Cole is winning. Our our other friend Corey is in second. They're, uh, right. they're one's a one's a cop, one's a firefighter. They do not follow the sport. The actual winner of the 250 class in our friends division, which has over 100 people, was uh, Chad Reed. He actually had Cunningham, Mark Worth, McElrath, and uh, his last pick was someone decent like Moseman or somebody, but. Uh, he had a terrible 450 weekend, but he doesn't even know who – he has no clue who Mark Worth is. No. Nothing against Mark Worth, but no. he doesn't know who he is. Um, he just looks at practice times, and he's like, hmm, that guy has a big handicap. Yeah. I'm going to pick him. And, <laughs> Literally and, has no idea. And, I, and us three are, like, breaking it down and thinking about <laughs> it and looking at, you know, this guy yeah. was good at high point two years ago, and it's all the kind of stuff we do. Uh, but thanks to uh, NFAB and Pro Taper, Rocky Mountain, ATV MC, and Scott Sports, we're going to get Cole on at some point here to talk about his success in fantasy and how maybe that's the idea, JT. Just, just simply look at qualifying times, JT. That's it. Nah, I still think there's more to it. I think uh, we're three rounds in. We're only 25% of the way through. I think the, uh, the law of averages will work out, and, and having more knowledge about different tracks and different scenarios and mud and heat and all that stuff I think will end up uh, playing a role. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Let's go into two fifties uh, picks for high point. As Dan said, uh, Jordan Smith is back. R.J. Hampshire is back. Chase Sexton makes his debut. McAdoo is back. I do not understand though. Quickly looking at these picks, how is 
Chase Sexton an 8, and Cameron McAdoo, who has done races, an 11. Don't quite get that one. Uh, Chase Sexton, we literally have no idea. He's been injured a bunch. Uh, that's a pretty low handicap for me at an 8 for Chase Sexton. Uh, Jordan Smith's a 3. Hampshire is a uh, 4. McAdoo's an 11. Uh, what do you think? Sexton's a little low, right, JT? An 8? Yeah, I mean, I think Justin's... I think Justin's just going off of him being a Loretta Lens champion and on a Geico bike and all that kind of stuff. Um, I could see him being like a 10, but I think he's just going off past successes of guys like Taft and, and Moseman and Cantrell because he certainly fits in the role of all those guys. So I think that's what he's basing it on. All right. Um, I don't like Jordan Smith at a three, Dan. I don't think that's, that's not good enough. Do you agree? Yeah, for the first race – this will be the first outdoor of the year for Jordan. Um, it's it's really low, you know, but there's not a ton of great picks right now either. So you could definitely look at it. You know, he's probably yeah. going to get top 13, but he's not going to get max points. You know, he'll yeah. get you double points, but not max points. Uh, I agree with you on the Chase Sexton thing. An eight is such a hard number because he is on a Geico bike and he is obviously good, but he's never raced a professional race. Yeah, no, you know? yeah, no, for sure. Um, Jordan Smith, I did talk to Jordan Smith, and he said that uh, he would be picking himself. So that's good. He's got faith in himself at a three. Um, Mark Worth is a 10, and I just finished giving my Mark Worth speech. I'd take him I, uh, at a 10, right? Good pick? He's an 11, right? Uh, he's a 10. Yeah. 10 for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's a 10. I think he's a decent pick. I, would, I don't think it's a home run by any means. All right. Well, JT, tell us. Uh, Bichelio's not back, right? He's not He's not back, is he? No, he's not no. back yet. Uh, it's going to be soon. Right. I don't know if he was speaking or not. Uh, all right, JT, uh, who do you like? I think you have to like Cunningham, although I'm just simply scared to death. There's no other way to put it other than scared to death. Um. I don't know. I, I'm wondering if the guys like Verandas at a minus two, I'm wondering if we're going to get a repeat of Lakewood. Guys like Verandas and those guys will pay off again. Um, there's not as many this race, but we saw what happened. So if Verandas comes out and has a good weekend on a track that should should favor him, uh, maybe maybe he's a good pick there. Uh, he's been a little bit inconsistent. You know, as far as, like, if he gets a ninth, that's obviously terrible for you. It's really bad luck. So he could certainly do that. Um, at any of these new tracks for him. Plessinger, another guy, at minus one. He certainly pay off. He's going to be fast, but going to keep it on two wheels. Right, that's a big question. Luke Frenzlin, finally getting back to the East Coast. He's been, I mean, I, I don't know how, other, how else to put it, but way off the mark for him, underwhelming. I mean, I, I expected a lot more from Luke Frenzlin this year. Mm-hmm. But going back to the East Coast could be the difference. So um, I could certainly be picking him, although it's been a bad pick every weekend so far. Uh, Hampshire, I can't see much value at a four. I, I just don't think no. that even if he does really well, I think it's too much of a risk. First race back. I think McAdoo's a really good pick at an 11. Yeah, I like that. Um, yeah. But that's, those are the guys that jump off the page at me anyway. Um, yeah, I, if I'm going to go a four for Hampshire, I'll take four at Justin Hill. You know what I mean? All yeah, I would take like, I would take Jordan Smith at a three, you know, over yeah. over. Hampshire at a four, right? For sure. Um, I like that McAdoo pick at eleven. I I do like that. That's the only one to me yeah, that really like. Pick. Hey, I like that one, and um, and and maybe maybe Reslin at a twelve. I can't pick up, but maybe uh, Dan. What do you think? 
I loved McAdoo at 11 at Glen Helen. You know how many points I got? <laughs> zero. He was an 11 at Glen Helen. I got zero. So, uh, yeah. I like Cunningham. I can't pick him again, even at worst. I think he goes 13-13, you know, something like that, what he did at Colorado, uh-huh. which is still a great pick. Um, I agree with JT, though, on a Ferrandis at a minus two. I think that could pay off. And, you know, he could he could get you 40 points or something like that. Uh, Nico Izzy is signed up in the 250 class. I know I mentioned maybe 450. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could look at him at an 18. Um, possible. Is Oldenburg back yet or no? Mm, I don't think so. Okay. Um, I look at, like, Nick Gaines at a 9. If he has a Hangtown ride, then that's really good. If he rides, like, last weekend, not so good. So um, for me, it's going to have to go off practice times like always and, and go from there. I think there will be some guys that will be added to the list also. I feel like there's a few missing. Um, okay. Maybe some like privateers and things sure. that usually show up to Mount yep. Morrison ride. So uh, keep an eye out on that. Maybe a few guys will get added um, on Saturday morning. McElrath at a two. Is this the weekend he kind of turns it around? What is yeah, turning it around, I'm though? Yeah, expecting him to break out, but, man, I don't know. Right. Um, Jerry Robin, 13. Where are we at on Jerry Robin? Dan, uh, Kyle Bentley's all about him, no doubt. Chad Sanders' hometown race. Oh, pressure will be on. Oh, man. I, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. I just – I'm out. <laughs> um, all right, well, give me your four. My, my four right now, if I could pick anybody, uh, which I can't, i pick McAdoo, Renslin, Cunningham, and Ferranda set a minus two. JT? I'll go Plessinger minus one, uh, McAdoo, Cunningham, uh, Renslin. I feel good about that four. Uh, that might be my four on Saturday. We've already established that I'm not very good at this game, but Plessinger and McAdoo are my two like ones that I like the most. Other than that, I don't know. I'll have to look at practice. Um N-Fab.com, proudly built in Houston, Texas, USA. Jeep, truck, and SUV parts, people. Please check them out. Scott Sports, Pro Taper, Rocky Mountain, ATV MC, all on board with us, Dan Truman and JT on the NFAB Fantasy uh, Motocross Show. All right, 450s, High Point. Uh, Ferris is – is Ferris on here? No, but he's going to – what's Ferris going to be, Dan? <clears throat> I'm not sure. Uh, I hope he's at least like a – four, five, six, something like that. Oh, he won't be a six, will he? I mean, he's never raced the U.S. National. We have nothing to go off of. Hey, he's never done really well, yeah. Um, what would you take him at? I, I don't I don't know, uh, honestly, because there's a couple decent picks on here. I mean, there's a lot of guys not on here. Uh, Ryan Sipes isn't on the list. Yep. Uh, there's a lot of guys that aren't on this list. So. What, what, what should Sipes be? I, I don't think I pick Sipes at a 39. I just can't. <laughs> he, yeah, Sipes is my Sipes is in a Hall of Fame of motocross fantasy uh, burn up burn guys who burn people. Him and Marty are perhaps yeah. one yep. and two. Sean Rife. Sean Rife. Yeah. There's a in this class. It's really hard for us to do the show because there is literally ten guys that could possibly be good picks. John Short's racing, 450 class. Sipes is racing. Ferris is racing. There's a lot of guys that aren't on this list. So, like, guys like Dustin Pipes is racing. All the East Coast guys. Mm-hmm. And I think you have to look at all those guys as possible good picks. 
Uh, what about Christian Craig? He's back. He's a three. You like that, Dan? I didn't pick him at Glen Helen at a four, and after the first moto, I was punching myself. Right. Um, Craig could pay off at a three. You know, he could for sure pay off. Uh, Tickle's a zero, JT. Not bad? Yeah, I think he'll be good. I, every time I've passed on him, he's done really well. Uh-huh. Uh, I really screwed up not picking him. He was on my team at Hangtown. Literally on Saturday, watching practice, he was on my team, and I pulled him off at about uh, 12.30. And uh, it was a really stupid move. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch him closely. He's certainly not a five like he was at Hangtown, um, but you know this track is, is typically a good one for him. Uh, Morgan Berger is not racing. He's in Canada, going to race. So keep that. Want to see the uh, scroll down to Jacob uh, Bo- Bowman or whatever his name is? One fifty-seven. Yeah, yeah twenty-four. <laughs> What's up with that? <laughs> That's not possible. I love it. He's on my team. Twenty-four. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. He has to finish. He has to finish top two in the LCQ. I here. That sound you hear on your phones and the, and the podcast is my email sending an email to his, uh, <laughs> uh, He better not change it. It's out. He's already on my team. 100% is getting changed. One million percent is getting changed. <laughs> that's not. That's not okay, JT. Um, Absolutely, you're not. You're not even allowed to have a 24 handicap, Dan. Oh, who says he added negative handicaps halfway through the yeah, series? Yeah, maybe you he's can added anything you want. Maybe he's added bigger handicaps. Yeah, we're, we're the one who told him I, to add I bigger handicaps. I will tell you handicaps. this right now. I'll tell you this right now. If he leaves it at a 24, I'm done. I'm done with fantasy. <laughs> he's a 24. I just picked him. <laughs> I picked my four. I picked. I picked. Uh, I picked him at a 24. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I have Tomito at a 15. Um, I'm just hoping that it, maybe it rains and the Japanese are good in the mud. Um, I have. You said Harrison's out, right? Yeah, Harrison's out. Um, he might have, have, he might have quit because Cher Cher beat him. <laughs> there he goes. That's what he needs to do. Um, I have right now. I have Justin Barsha at a three. Oh boy. Um, you know I don't. This is before they add Sipes and some of these other guys. Right. right. But, uh, of course. Yeah, and and my last guy is Norin at a six. What about Zach Williams at a sixteen? Yeah, I just I don't like it. I know he did great last yeah. week, but yeah. I don't like it. Uh, JT, what do you like? Um, I like Jacob Barmer at a twenty-four. Yes, I'll tell you that. <laughs> but uh, just uh, you can get it in now, get it in because it won't be there Saturday. Come hell or high water. Uh, what do we got? Barsha. I don't know what the hell to think of Barsha. He's a three. And but he hasn't been riding all that well. Hopefully he'll start doing better now that we go to East Coast. It's not I could I could see that being on my team uh come Saturday. Um what else we got here? Riley Bro, Morgan Berger, none of those guys will be there. Uh Kennard's not racing. Cooper out. What about I like Craig. I had... Okay. What? I was gonna say Josh Grant's a zero and Tickles a zero. Who do you, who do you pick? Um, I could see picking both of them. I probably wouldn't pick both because I need some upside. Right. Uh, I would probably go with Josh Grant and that those two just because he's not coming off an injury like mm-hmm. Richard Craig is. It's just too easy to pull off when you're coming off a surgery. I mean, he's been riding all week, I know, but if he takes a rock to the finger, Bruce is brutal at Mount Morris. A lot of things can happen to where he's just like, oh man, I couldn't finish that, that this weekend. It's too early, you know, and I, that's. That really is painful for your fantasy team to get zero points on the day. Okay. Uh, who else we got? I like. Um, I was gonna say, yeah, I was gonna say Norin, but I just don't know at a six. He's been good. He's been good, but 
at this point in the season, I'm really looking for some guys. I need to capitalize on, on some big weekends because I've had some, some rough weekends. Uh-huh. So I don't want to gamble like full on yet, but I need some guys that give me some big points. I do like Tamita if he's there. I don't know what his plan is. A lot of these Japanese guys usually only race the West Coast and they go home. So if Tamita's there, I really like him at a 15. Webb could be back. Um, if he's going to race both motos like he did the one, like he got the fourth, <laughs> yeah. then that's a great pick. But if, he, you know, if he's going to DNF, um, hopefully these go swing helps him. So I could, I could see picking like a combo of like JG, Tamita, Webb, and like Barsha maybe. That doesn't give you a ton of upside, but if those guys, you walk out and those guys have good weekends, you come out looking really yeah. good. Much like some of the guys did that pick the Sabachis and Cinderellas and those guys right. that like with. I uh I would pick Barsha at a three before Craig at a three, correct? Right? They're the same. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And Barsha I think is clearly the better pick there, so you know there's only been one other instance where Justin's ever changed the handicap after they're out, and that was JT sending an email before uh before Southwick about uh, or after Southwick about uh Stank Dog. And that's the only other time in the history that Justin's changed a handicap. So well, if Justin changes this, it's because JT again for everybody listening. Yeah, there we yeah, go. Yeah, that's, that's because it's a mistake, Dan. You can't have a 24 hand, the first ever 24 handicap in the history of handicaps right after he goes 2023. I, I, I mean, I, I'm not going to just let mistakes go go through and screw I don't think everyone else the whole week. Yeah, I don't think it's a mistake. I think it's great. He's on my yeah. team. I passed on him yeah. last week. No, He's I got pay him. off. I got him. You don't think it's a you don't think it's a mistake is the biggest lie that's ever been uttered on this podcast. <laughs> I, I think. What do you think you should be then, JT? Not a twenty-four. There's never been a twenty-four. You yeah, think no, the first one ever. Yeah, well, there's got to be a first. There was first time for negative handicaps. There's first, the first time. I mean, right. there first used to not be twenties okay. in Super Bowl. There was a. F- First man on the moon. And I'll take mine, and we'll see who makes the most sense. First man on the moon. First I'm man. I'm saying, man, I, I passed on him. I think it's great that he's a 24. I can capitalize and get some points back this weekend. I'm picking my team and yep. going to the Bahamas. I got him. Just, Good luck with that. Pick I, him on the weekend. I, I got him. Team Jacob. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's picked, right, Steve? We're yep. leaving, going no. on vacation. It's can't Sam. change our team. Nope. They can't they can't change the handicap after we pick it. Nope. About that. I have no that. access to the Wi-Fi, to Internet, all for the next three days. So. That's your fault for not following up. That's why we say always look at after practice. (laughs) Uh, He's so Uh, mad. (laughs) All right, everybody. Thanks for listening, Dan, Truman, and uh, and JT as well. Uh, The NFAB, Racer X Fantasy Motocross Supercross, the Rocky Mountain Guys, Pro Taper, and Scott Sports all on board with us. Thanks to them. Thanks to you guys for listening. Good luck. We'll be back next week to review how our Jacob Balmart pick went. Uh, Dan and JT, thanks, boys. Thanks. All right. Enjoy your vacation, boys.